You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Beauty and the Beast After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424 256 1729. That's 424. 424- Two five six seventeen twenty nine, and now another post game wrap up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Beauty and the Beast After Show. Hey there, buzzers. I'm Ali Kona Bradford, and joining me today are my girls, Paige Sullivan. Hello. And Amber J. Hey there. Bing is for doing, and tonight we are doing another juicy episode of Beauty and the Beast. So today we got to see a little bit more into the perspective of Vincent's past, and then we got to learn a little bit more about Kat's mom. So why don't we just start breaking down the episode right away? You're always good at doing... So I'm told. The, the, the no. synopsis. <laughs> So um, the episode kind of starts out fairly innocent. We see a kind of pop star, Justin Bieber-like kind of guy. I'd like um, to give Bieber just a little bit more credit. But I think that's what they're going for. I can agree with I can, that. I can, I can picture Bieber talking like yeah, that. Yeah, very Bieber persona. I am. Uh, kind of the I, attitude. Yeah, the- but I, I really, we discussed this briefly. I wanted to help his eyebrows out. Absolutely. Just go in there and pluck, pluck, right. pluck. Relevant, but irrelevant. Okay, go back to page. <laughs> Sorry. No, that's okay. So, boy band attempted murder. He's almost killed by a gunman. Right. Uh, supposedly. So, that's how the episode starts. Kind of plays out through the episode. It's not really too... It's not a big deal, this yeah. episode. The murder really was... It was a very backstory. Really, the big part is Mm -hmm. Vincent's flashbacks. We get to really, really see what happened, how he became the Beast, and how Catherine's mom was involved. Yes. So they're giving him lorazepam. Well, JT, not they. Cat really doesn't know what they're giving him. But they're giving (laughs) him lorazepam and something else to kind of put him into like a comatose state. Right. uh, To try and figure out why he is... Fuging is that what they call it? Yeah, they, he, he, right. yeah. They want to induce that, the blackouts. Yeah. Yes. That's what he's doing. So they're inducing the blackouts um, with this mix-up of medications, and he has his first flashback. And right. in his flashback, you see him getting shot in the neck with those vitamins that they right. called it. Um, the start of everything. The right. start of changing his DNA. Right. However, we must add in that the person giving him mm-hmm. the vitamins is. Cat's mom. Mm-hmm. And we thought possibly she was involved, but now it's just definite. She's the one distributing all these medications to all these soldiers and trying to make them super beast. And in the beginning, it starts off innocent. You know, they, we all think that they're, you know, they're in the gym. I feel good. I feel great. Not yeah. so much. And, and she even says, how are you feeling? What are you feeling? And you can tell she's a doctor. She's trying to figure out how these patients are being affected. I know even when you get a shot at the doctors, they're like, you have to stay here for 15 minutes just to see what happens to you and I feel like that's what she was doing um, it's like when you give blood yeah. you have to stay here for 30 minutes drink some water and some juice have some cookies don't pass then, that yeah. on us yeah exactly but so he comes out of that one fairly quickly and he says I saw Kat's mom and uh, I think the big thing here with Vincent was that he wanted to tell Kat exactly well he didn't want to tell Kat but he him and JT talked it out and they decided to tell Kat right. which I thought was huge it shows that he 
is willing to tell her the truth and kind of ruin her image of her mother for the sake of, I don't know, I think the betterment of her. I don't really know what he was trying to get at. I guess he just wanted to be honest with her because she's been so honest with him. And it shows JT how he starts to change because he's the one who's prompting him to tell her. So he like gets a lot more involved this episode and he's just like, no, we have to tell her. Like, why wouldn't we tell her? Right. Which was kind of cool because in the past, like you said, he's always the one leaving her out of everything. And so it's like he's, we see him warming up to her more and more with each episode. At the same time, he's also seeing it from a scientific point of view too. You know, bring her around. She's what's at the time they think triggering all these blackouts. So of course he's like, bring her around. Like, why not bring out the source? But then, you know, it's funny because at the beginning of the episode, he was texting her and he's like, okay, I'm kind of over this. And then Mm -hmm. two minutes later, he's like, okay, let's tell her about her mom. And it was cute how he was saying to Vincent, you know, she's seen you beast out now on multiple occasions. She just saw him destroy that murderer last week, destroy him. And she's still okay with him and still wants to be involved with him. So that's kind of a huge... I mean, Deal. we're worried about guys seeing us without makeup on, and she just saw him freaking like yeah, slaughter nice. somebody. So yeah. obviously, she's there for the long haul. Absolutely, yeah. It's so a good that, point. It was nice to see that JT's warming up to Cat more and more every episode. Yes, he's getting funnier more every episode. He's um, more involved in every episode. Before he used to be, you know, we'd see JT, he'd make a comment, and then JT went away. And now he's like really in depth in these murders and investigating for Vincent. Even last week, he was very involved. And I kind of like that. I know I'm a JT fan, but... That's okay. I liked it. That's okay. I like him, too. You know what? I also want to talk... We're going to go, I think, break it down by flashbacks, and then we'll go into more of the story, because there were a lot of them going on, and it really developed the story. There was a second one where... His, his one of his Vincent's friends, his I want to say co-workers, but co-soldiers, yeah. I guess you could call him. A comrade. She, there you go. There you go. She goes into a zone out almost similar to the blackouts that that Vincent was doing. And we see her slam on a table and go a little bit crazy. And then there's mom trying to come up with a solution. How can we suppress this? How can we make everything better? She seems like she's the only one who's really truly concerned. I don't know. What's your opinion on that? I mean, she seems like she's right there, but I feel like she's also trying to watch her too you know because she doesn't give it to her right away they just kind of cart her off you know right yeah it's like she's a lab experiment yeah these people what i'm questioning we're on stallone jt's little rat which his name is hysterical but he's willing to test out these things on the rat before test them out on his best friend she is testing out this vitamin on all of these people and even the way she talked through the next flashback I don't want to give too much but she says we should keep them in a closed space we should keep them all together right. we should keep them where I can watch them right. they're not rats these are people right. these right. Are people's- and you can't contain people after you've given them something to- right exactly I do want to point out though she did have good intentions it was not very wise of her to just go right in and just start injecting people with stuff right. but at the same time when she was having a one-on-one with Vincent she was like hey look don't you want to get out of war? Because I do. I'm doing this for my daughters. I'm doing this for my country. I'm making a super soldier unit, if you will, so we can just end this. But it seems like her intentions were good. You're making these super soldier units, but you know that they're going to have adverse effects. So I feel like, and not to give too much away, but I think going down the road, it's going to show that maybe her intentions were good, but were her actions good? You know, like did all... like. Maybe she's just a little bit selfish, like that. Mm. Yeah, you know, maybe she got it. It runs in the family. Right. So it seems like you're doing this good thing, but it kind of doesn't seem, yes, it's a good thing you're helping people, but these other people kill and destroy other people. So it kind of like has 
two sides to that. I'm not sure if she was completely 100% all good, like they try to make her out to be this episode. Right, mm-hmm. right. Well, you know, and it's really sad because we see Kat find out who her mom truly is, even though she had a clue she didn't know to the extent. And now she's looking at Vince like, my mom did this to you and I need to make this right. Yeah, which I think is sad. I mean, it's not her job. Everybody has parents. And a lot of people have parents who did things (laughs) that they themselves are not proud their parents did. Right. And it's not your job as a child to rectify the things your parents have done or to fix them or to to do avenge anybody at all. And Vincent keeps saying to Kat, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. Your mother was trying to help. She wasn't doing anything wrong. Right. But I mean, putting okay, put yourself in her shoes, though. It's your boyfriend. And and maybe your boyfriend has AIDS. Just to make it a little bit more realistic. And your mom injected him with it. Yeah. You had no idea. And she's looking for a cure. But instead, there is no cure. And then the person that you're in love with is now ultimately extremely sick because of your mom. There's two people that are close to your heart. How do you feel about that? No, I think she feels... I think she should feel very torn. I just don't think... This whole episode is about, you know, your past and forgiving and forgetting and learning to move forward. And I think a key to moving forward is not trying to fix what happened in the past. If you're fixing those things, right. you're not doing new things or moving on. You're just constantly revisiting what already happened. Right. But it's not like it was a friend or a cousin. It's your mom. So right. I think that has a lot to do with how she feels because it's mm-hmm. your mom. And like she said in the episode, she idolized her. She looked up to her. That was her hero. And to find out that your hero may, may or may not be a villain. And, you know, that's right. kind of a lot to deal with. So I, I definitely understand where Kat is coming from. It's like, we want her to move forward, but can she really move forward when you find out your mom? She's constantly finding out new things about her mom. Yeah. She has this really weird conversation with her dad, which we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. And dad's known the entire time that her mom was involved with it and just allowed Kat to think that it was her fault that her mom had coincidentally gotten shot because she called her mom for help on a night that she was having car trouble. Well, this is where I was a little confused. Did he know what she was involved in or did he find out when he went through the boxes? Because I don't know if he knew exactly what she was doing. Yeah, because I don't, it didn't, it never made it clear if he went through the boxes or not. Like, did he just lock them away? Or, or that he knew she worked for the government, didn't know what she did, didn't knew, know yeah. what it meant. I, the I was whole confused. conversation yeah. was really cloudy. I mean, he just kind of was like, here's a key. Your mom did some research. Have at it. You know, and it's not like he was like, let's do this together. I'm Let sorry me that you. I kept yeah. this from you. It was just, here's the key going in. You right. Know, so I don't know how. Well, he, he did mention, he said, I kept it from you. So as not to hurt you or tarnish your memories of her because memories are all you have. Right. You know, and if you read these things and find out all these awful things about your mom now, that'll damage all the memories and good times you had with her. What's better, to see her in this light or to go through finding out new information? And you can't bring her back. You can't question it. You can't ask her why. Right. But at the same time, how do you get married to somebody who's got all these secrets or who's involved with all these conspiracies? Well, you know what? How about this, though? We also know that Kat's mom didn't realize how deep she was getting into or what she was getting into when she involved herself in that project. That's true. She thought she was doing it to help people. She didn't. I think she genuinely thought the vitamins or the DNA change would improve people. It wouldn't have those reverse effects that it had, the beasting out, the crazy parts. But it's parts. still a war. So you're making people this powerful to kill other, other people. people. Right. And That's true. Do you guys find it a little bit strange that all these research papers were still in her basement? Like, someone tried to kill her. Someone killed her. Successfully right. killed her. Right. Came after her daughter. 
Yet they left all these papers and never came to her house. I would say maybe they didn't realize they were there, but at the same time, why would you not? It's the government. Yeah, you'd go search somebody's house. I don't know how that happened. If they can find Vincent living in an abandoned warehouse with no cell phones or anything like that, I mean, they could have found that paperwork. Yeah. But it's the CW. We're not getting too technical here. Right. But. You know, and then going back, because we're going through the flashbacks, going back to seeing his mom, his mom, her mom, start defending her creation, if you will, and trying to really make a little bit of a fix here and there to adjust everything. There is a conflict that happens. We saw. I don't know really what he was. We know that maybe he's a sergeant or Last, somebody that's the head of either Murfield or or just the he army. He just seemed no. like a general, like a sergeant or something. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So basically what he's doing is he's questioning mom and telling mom, you need to end this. If Because well, they're like out killing people. Yeah. They're, Vincent's like bleeding and something's happening. Yeah. Well, they're fuguing out and they're going crazy. Right. And, just- and this is the last flashback, which we didn't mention, but uh, Vincent runs in asking for yes. her name, calling her name out. And like, because obviously he just beasted out and he has no idea why he did it. And so he's there trying to figure out what's going on. And that's when the general comes in. But Vincent's kind of freaking out. Yeah. Well, he hears the whole conversation, and what I think is cool, it's not cool that he killed somebody, but we see him do good, if you will. He comes and he saves Catherine's mom as she's at gunpoint. And that's how he gets the scar. Yes. 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 That's really cool that we got to see that. Mm -hmm. Well, explaining, if you missed the episode, the the sergeant general had a knife and he hit him in the face with it. Yes. Yes, he did. Scarred his pretty face, but we still like him. Yes. (laughs) He's very very attractive to us. Yes. Yes, he is. So, doing that, now let's go back into the collabo that we saw with Kristen, or Hold excuse on. me, Catherine. This is what oh. I wanted to mention, but they, they didn't touch base on in the episode. He was in his cage, right, for the last... Every other time he went into a flashback, he was sedated, basically, in his cage. The third time, nobody was home. I don't think he'd been sedated. I think he had just been kept in his cage. How come he still proceeded to have a flashback? Was it because he'd been sedated previously? Maybe it was still you know in his they, yeah. Maybe it was still in his mean? bloodstream, so it was allowing him to be able to channel that well, part yeah. of his brain. He was still having flashbacks before JT started inducing them. He was having them sporadically, so maybe it was a sporadic one. But they, yeah, they were just very, very short, and then it would turn into a blackout of absolutely no memory. Because this one, he was basically reenacting what happened in yes, his head against yeah. JT, which yes. we haven't seen before or anything yeah, like that. First. And we saw him get really ugly. We've seen him develop and get uglier, but it's it got worse, I yeah, feel like, this episode. Scary. Definitely. I jumped. Did <laughs> she did. She did. It was funny. Aww. Oh, poor Vincent. Yeah. So going back to the collabo, though, we talk about JT and Catherine starting to get along a little bit more as the show develops. And then also they start trying to work a way out to make uh, a formula to suppress all these blackouts and all these these violent things that are going on. So Kat, once again, has to abandon her normal black and white right and wrong theories and allow JT to break into a lab. But it was kind of cool to see JT, first of all, without glasses, because I didn't recognize him at all. At all. And then at the same time, too, there's Evan, who's been in the lab for the longest time, and we got to get him out. Evan's super obsessed still about his interactions with the Beast, or not seeing the Beast, but figuring out who the Beast is. He's a little bit of trouble. What do you guys think? Uh, I I liked seeing JT out of his zone, out of the, the house which was fun without the glasses. He looked like a, a different person, and I, I thought it was fun. But um, 
I think it was it's kind of mean of Kat, you know, to I get why she's doing it. I'm on her team. But poor Evan, you know, he's just had this traumatic experience just lying to him and tricking <laughs> him and using him. I just uh, But on the flip side, getting him out of the lab, it did make him feel good. He said that, like, oh this feels good to be out, you know, doing, doing stuff on the field. So I mean, I know it was a malicious type of thing, but it still made him feel good and I liked seeing the chemistry that they had when they were searching. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't call it malicious because she wasn't doing anything behind his back to hurt him per se. Right. She was doing it to get information. Okay, so maybe dishonest. There you go. Yeah, okay, I can not agree with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. But, you know, they, they seemed like they had a good time and it didn't harm anyone, you know? So right. I guess it was harmless. Right. But in the meantime, as JT is wrapping up all his chemicals and his mixing, then we see Tess coming around the corner with her little Jake buddy. Riley. Oh yes, our little our little pop star who's just absolutely in love with her. Well, speaking of pop stars, before we delve into it too much, um, everybody, I'm sure you love Justin Bieber. It's the holidays. He's been singing all around the place. Um, and a lot of your other holiday favorite songs are probably out and available on Amazon if you'd like. And we have an Amazon banner here at AfterBuzzTV.com. And it's at the top of our webpage. If you want to click on it, it'll bring you to Amazon. You can buy whatever you want uh, for the holidays, for yourself, for your friends, for your dog. Doesn't matter who you buy it for. It doesn't cost you anything extra. Just a couple of seconds. And it really helps us out here at AfterBuzz. It gives us a little kickback to keep us coming back to you every week with more Beauty and the Beast buzz. So... Make sure to check out Amazon yes. on our page at AfterBuzzTV.com. Yes. Yeah. P.S. Make sure you guys vote for Beauty and the Beast for the People's Choice Awards. You can go onto their website and vote because we want them to win an award this year. Yes. Best yeah. new TV drama. No, favorite new TV drama. That'd be really cool. Favorite. Yes. So. Well, this episode made me like it even more. Yeah. This episode I've, was funny. You know what? I've been Team Beauty and the Beast from day one, though. I have, too, but this episode was, like, lighthearted and fun and goofy. and It was just a good episode from the start to finish. It was mm-hmm. just a really solid episode. Right, right. It wasn't too case-involved, because, you know, me being a girl, I'm into the romantic or just the whole Cat Vincent thing. But speaking of case, let's go back to the case a little bit, so that way we can dissect that very briefly and talk about how it paralleled with the yes. actual storyline today. Oh, yes. I saw it this time. Yes. <laughs> I know. We're all, yeah, yes, we, we got it. saw it this time. <laughs> well, yeah, it was, it, it, they made it very clear at the end of this episode what the parallel was between right. these two. But the case really is there's a, a pop star who was shot at. Him and his manager come in. His manager says, you know, he's getting all these hate mail, this fan mail. Uh, he's in a Twitter war. People obviously, pop stars get death threats all the time. Right. But I, not I, new. But I love how the manager, as soon as the shooting happens, like, hello, you just made yourself look like a suspect. By the way, here's all this hate mail. Like, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? He had it all prepped, packaged, and ready to go. Hey, cat. I know. Yeah. I know. And then he mentions, oh, well, he's in a, somebody mentions he's in a Twitter war with little tap that, tap that. That's awesome. Yeah. Little tap tap something. <laughs> just <laughs> obnoxious. Tap, tap, that. I don't even yeah. know. So obnoxious. But it was, you know, made by their managers for publicity. Uh, and so... This is kind of when everything kind of goes amok. We're kind of wondering, why was somebody shooting at this guy? It almost seems like if you'll start a Twitter war for publicity and send somebody to rehab for publicity. Why not shoot them? Why not pretend? They think pretend to shoot him right, for publicity. Right, exactly. Right. So that's when they get Evan. That's when she gets yeah. Evan and she brings him to the house. And they find a manuscript, basically. Yeah, bum, bum, bum. Yeah, this manager it's, was writing a book. Yeah, but he, yeah, he's like pre-writing a book about this kid's rise and fall and his death. Well, no, his own rise and fall in the oh, music yeah. industry. It was how he rose and fell. And then the tragic death of Jake Riley. 
Ah. So that was like the last chapter, but it wasn't finished. So yeah, he obviously wasn't dead yet. Yes. Yes. So that kind of wrapped it up in a pretty bow a little bit. He's obviously the guy who's gunning for him. They mention it to Jake. Jake can't believe it. Obviously, when you're a pop star, you must spend hours upon hours with your manager. He even says, I basically lived Lived, with him. Yeah, I thought I knew him. But see, that's where the paradox comes in. It was so blatant that he was just talking about, I thought I knew him and this, this, and that. And that's the same thing. I practically lived with him. I saw him every day. And it was like, I trust her mom. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Right underneath her nose, her mom was somebody that she didn't realize that person was. But she says... And this is even before I feel like she's come to terms. I feel like everybody's really good at giving people advice about things that are happening in their own life, but of won't course. take that advice themselves. And she says to Jake, I wrote it down, she said, don't stop trusting people and hold on to your memories. And she also said her mom told her to forgive but never forget. So, you know, forgive this guy for doing this, but don't forget like the good times and how he did help you become a pop star, whatever. Right. Don't become scarred. Don't become defensive and put up a wall and not let people in. Yes. She sounds so yeah. wise, but then in her real she life, she's a- like, I don't know what to do. Right. Yeah. But I think she's evolving. I think we're seeing her mature and evolve emotionally open up because of everything that's going on with Vincent as well, too. I agree. Sit from the, from the first episode to here, she's a, such a different girl, of course, woman. Yeah. But uh, I still think she's kind of right. confused in her own way. And correct me if I'm wrong, because at the very end, she visits her mom's grave and she has a little confessional with her mom just saying the same thing about how you left a mess. I love you, but now I have to clean it up. But we see her get really emotional. And I feel like that's the first time we've seen her really cry, right? Yeah, I think so. I, I mean, except for when her mom was killed, like when we saw the flashbacks. Right. Yeah. But besides but that's that. Pre being emotionally scarred. Yeah. Besides that, I think this is really the most emotional she's gotten. Yeah. yeah. You see her cry. And it was nice to see her open up to her dad and like right. see that dynamic, too, because they've been talking about the wedding and everything else that's going to happen. Right. And, you know, she talks to her mom about that. So it was good to see her, I guess, have that sympathy and right. just be really sad. I right. like that. Well, and then her and Vince have a moment because, of course, him and his radar ears, he hears everything. And they're having a moment and he's telling her the same thing, too. Don't hold your mom accountable for everything. You don't have to fix thing, everything. It's not your job. And they have this intimate moment where I feel like he's got his arm around her and then nothing. nothing. I just knew they were going to kiss. Yeah. I, I just knew it. And then they nothing. No. Honestly, they're holding out for the winter finale, I think. Yeah. You know what? There was a, there was an interview. There was an interview with Jay Ryan and he was predicting because, of course, he doesn't know either. He's right. not a writer. And because this is such a new series, they are writing it as they're going along. But even him, he, he thinks maybe in the next four episodes, which may bleed, obviously, into next season. However, he was also saying that him and Kristen are constantly begging the writers, come on, just throw in a kiss. Isn't it about that time? You know, and they read your guys' tweets, so they know that you guys are getting upset and really want to see something happen soon, but the writers are just like, nope. No, I want them to kiss. Like, I was like, oh, it's about to happen. I was getting excited, and then it was like... No, that you know, and that's when he put his arm around her. It was yeah, like, it's like, gonna kiss, gonna kiss. Hey, hey buddy. Oh. walk away, <laughs> walk away. Oh, uh, the story of my but life. we forgot to mention, after JT went to concoct these experiments or whatever... Uh-huh. Uh, Vincent did shoot himself with a serum and we find out at the graveyard that it works. Yes. yes. So that was part of their moment. So he's blackout free. Temporarily. Temporarily. Well, it's one of those things he's going to have to shoot himself up with a serum every day, I guess. But, but right. we know that her mom's experiment 
helped. It did work. Mm-hmm. Right. So she never got to test it. So I guess that, you know, right. shows that her mom was doing right. good. You know, and at the same time, too, he was telling Kat, look, I still am who I am. That hasn't changed. We don't have a cure for that yet. But I am blackout free. Exactly. I can be a little bit more normal. Which is exciting because I feel like that's been a focus of almost three episodes now. Yes. And so it's nice to kind of be like, okay, okay put that in the past. Normal. Yes. Move on. I have a little information about that. And I know you guys are like, ah, kind of on the fence. And I don't know if I should just keep that as a news and gossip or if I should. Keep try. it. Okay. Keep, we'll keep it. it. You keep it. We'll I keep say we move on. Okay. To the funniness that was Jake Riley and Tess. Oh my gosh. Loved it. This little boy, so obnoxious. From the first five minutes of the show, I don't know about you guys, but we I was ready scoffing. to slap like, him oh. in the face. Oh my God. I couldn't stand the way. I, I, I was like, oh my goodness. I can't listen to you talk. Right, right. I couldn't. He was driving me crazy. What do you call her? The manslayer? Well, first off, apparently Kona didn't catch this. I mentioned it to her. I don't know if you did at the beginning. When they're first interrogating, not interrogating, but talking to the manager and Jake... The manager calls Tess Diversity Barbie. I no, totally missed I didn't that. Miss that. I don't one. know how you guys missed it. I like wrote it down and started. I was dying. I was like, that yeah. is hysterical. Diversity Barbie. Yeah. Well, the whole first beginning part when all the guys from that whole <laughs> entourage are talking to the girls, I'm like, oh, here we go. Just a bunch mm-hmm. of male chauvinists. And you're like 14. And you're talking to her like, That's because you got too much money, too yeah, much attention. Exactly. Yeah. But it's funny because the whole episode we do see little Jake. Yeah, little Jake, little Browse. We see him following Tess the entire time, just swooning over her and begging to go see a dead body, which leads us to our next somewhat topic is that they're coming around the corner. We talked about the fact that JT was in finishing up his experiments in the lab as they come around the corner. He puts on a lab coat. It's the only thing he can do to think fast. And he's just do, 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 do. Mm-hmm. And of course, Tess is kind of, hmm. I mean, yeah, you see her with that uneasy look like, who is going to give him the side eye? And I didn't even think about the fact that he could pose as an intern, but it was just crazy at the very end how Tess is talking to Evan. I was like, yeah, I saw you're your uh, new intern. But did you guys notice that he didn't say who or... Oh, I don't have a new intern. Instead, he was all, oh, okay, because automatically he's thinking of... This is part of my predictions. I can't even get into oh, it right now. Yeah. But my one question is, maybe this is part of predictions too. Do you think there's cameras in that room? There should be. Logically, it's a police department. So it's a lab. First, there should be. Yeah, my first thought is Tess tells him there's somebody in his office. He's, he's going to look, look at into that. Of course. And like he had so many cameras of, I mean, so many pictures of the other crime scene that he was just studying. So I just feel like... He's a tad, he's going to figure this out. Yeah. Like, I just know it. He's going to figure it out. But see, how long do you think it's going to take before he figures it out? And when That's he, my prediction. I would say, okay, but and when he does, do you guys think that he's going to be loyal enough to Kat to keep his mouth shut? Or he's going to blow it because... I don't think he'll blow it. I think he's going to stay loyal to Kat. But I think... I, I think it's going to take an interesting twist where the, the heat comes off of Vincent and it gets onto Kat. Right, like, right, of so course. Where they're, where he's not thinking like, oh, it might be Vincent. He's going to start thinking, well, maybe it's Kat. You know, or maybe she's trying to cover up her tracks. I think it's exactly. going to take that, just a, a new turn. I think, I don't think he's going to think she did it. I think he's going to realize that she knows more than she's letting on. And he's going to ask her, why are you lying to me? Because I know you know something. That's mm-hmm. what I think is going to happen. But we're doing all this, I think, I think. Is there anything else anybody wants to bring up before we get um, into our... I love how they wrote a song, though, 
about the Manslayer. Yes. Who recorded a song for her. Would, I you wonder, like to, would you like to sing it for us? Well, first off, I do not want to sing that for you. But <laughs> I wonder if you can find it on iTunes. One. I hope you can find it on iTunes because I kind of want it. Second, if you're on iTunes, make sure you check us out. Our podcast is on there. And you can rate and comment. Tell a friend about it. Uh, tell us what you're thinking, what you want to see from Beauty and the Beast, what you want to see from us. And uh, we do look at it every week. So make sure to tell us what you're thinking and to tweet at us too if you have any other questions. But definitely check out iTunes and let me know if you find that Manslayer song because I want it. Yeah. It sounded really good when he pimped out her ride. I thought yeah. that was really cute. Yeah, you yeah, pimped out yeah. my squad car. Right. She melted a little bit. Yeah, she liked it. Or yeah. when he got her the candy bar and she was like, thank you. Yeah. Like, I think she secretly was loving. At first it was annoying, but he, I have to say, at the beginning I hated him. Towards the end I was like, oh, he's kind of cute. And he's charming. Yeah, he was yeah. cute. Sometimes you like that. He's naive, you he's know? He's just young and immature and being a boy. Absolutely. No offense, guys. Oh, it's like my, he reminds me of like my little brother. Ugh. You know, you just want to be like, stop. Yes. You're doing too much. Stop saying those things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I wanted to say this whole episode. Like, stop. Stop. But hey, he had a good voice. If that was really his voice. Right. Yeah. Well, all right. Well. So we're going to iTunes. We're downloading. We're, we're going to Amazon and doing all this good stuff. But now we are going to go into our news and gossip. Mm. Right. The Mac is not working. So news and gossip. <laughs> Oh, we have secret talents. We do sound effects here too. Hey, multi talented. Uh, All right, so news and gossip. Apparently, a couple weeks ago, they were holding auditions for a new role. They are going to make the love triangle a, I don't know, square, (laughs) maybe? Hexagon. Uh, Yeah, there we go. Well, not necessarily a triangle, but at first there was the element of Evan being in the mix oh. with Vincent. But now there's going to be a new district attorney, and he's going to be a kind of good-looking 30-ish something. And apparently his first episode, if I read it correctly, he's, there's going to be a lot of him walking around naked. Obviously, they're not going to yes. show it, Thank but, you, you know, right? <laughs> it wouldn't be the same. So it's going to complicate things a little bit because Kat might agree to go on just a friendly outing with him, which... It's, it's gonna make Evan mad. It's gonna make it's gonna make mad. Men's mad. It's just a whole lot of somethings. And then my other news and gossip. It could be a prediction, but I'm just gonna go there anyways. We keep talking about you know Kat just found out that she's not the cause of all this, and it's such a relief. And we think that he's got this. Not necessarily cure, but this serum that's helping him out. And we don't know what really is. We still don't know what's triggering all the blackouts. Right. Well. I'll kind of tell you guys. It's uh, growing pains. He is mutating on the inside, and he is growing a new superpower, but that is not something that I will talk about. Oh. So that just puts a whole new twist on everything. And you are giving me the stank eye right now. Yeah, I mean, you're Is this gonna... a spoiler-ish? I'm not telling you what his superpower is. I'm just telling you that... I don't know. I thought that was a really interesting spin it on is... a growing pain. But I think I said this in a prediction a couple weeks ago that I thought his body was changing. Like, something inside him is changing. Like is it going to change his physical appearance? Right. That's all I care about. Right. <laughs> well, you know, that's a good thought. I actually have also read that there's going to be more frontal abdominal shots coming well, I up here. I appreciate that. I do too. Which, random FYI, by the way, guys, this past Thanksgiving was Jay Ryan's very first Thanksgiving ever because we know he's, he's foreign. No, he's Isn't Kiwi. He? Oh, I'm mean, just think he's Canadian because they film in Canada. Yeah, yeah. So it was his very first Thanksgiving. He he's said he, what? His first Thanksgiving. He's Kiwi. Kiwi. Yeah, he's from New Zealand. Oh, I yes. didn't know that's what you called somebody yeah. from New yes. Zealand. So it was his very first Thanksgiving. He chowed down, and he said he's been telling the writers, look, next time, you guys need to give me two weeks advance notice so I can like get it right, get it tight, before I have all these shirtless scenes. 
honestly, honey, you're fine. Honestly, yeah. you look amazing. does that make a huge difference? You had one no. crazy meal. Right. I'm sure you that had adds- one piece of turkey and a little bit of stuffing. Stop it. I'm, right. First right. off, for a guy who looks like him, he must work out crazy amounts. First off, right. when you work out that much, you can eat. Okay. As much as you want. Please don't pretend you're like the rest of us human beings here. Jay right. Ryan. Right. You're not. Right. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and then the other thing is that because he's feeling good and feeling great about this serum, he's going to be, and we even saw it in our, since we don't have prediction music, we'll just kind of give you the woo prediction. Yes, prediction. <laughs> but we saw in like the next episode, he may make an appearance, I think, at Kat's dad's wedding. And I so, so I. Yeah, so I think the next few episodes, he's going to start feeling like Cloud Nine and being a little bit more risky, which obviously JT's like, I don't know, you're kind of crazy. Yeah, I mean, a wedding, like, I just think that he's, he's going to blow his cover too soon. Exactly. There's so many people that think he's dead. To be out in public like that, it's going to be something. Yeah. Well, we'll see. But anyways, for predi- are we in predictions? Are yeah, we yeah, let's go to predictions. Uh, predictions. We are officially we in predictions. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. We're here. We're here. <laughs> we made it. <laughs> Okay, my prediction is, because I touched upon this, because Tess mentioned to Evan that there was an intern in his office, he was with Kat, who obviously left the door open, um, which he didn't know, but I'm sure he'll learn or suspect that or find that in video footage of some sort. I think he's going to start connecting the dots and link her to what happened to him and know that she knows things. I know you said you don't think he's going to really figure out the whole truth, but I really think he is. I think he's going to find out that she knows what the the beast is, knows what it's from, and is dealing with it, I guess, and he's going to want to know more. Whether or not that leads to good things or bad things, I don't necessarily think he'll change his loyalty to Kat. I just think it'll test a friendship a little bit. You know, I just, I'm going to, I want to get into your prediction too, but I hate that he thinks that Vincent is a vigilante. That really bothers me. I mean, I know he shredded somebody up, but at the same time, in essence, he saved you. So quit trying to track somebody down and make them out to be some bad, crazy thing. When it could yeah, be no, good. I agree. I agree. They're labeling him and tying him to a bunch of things that not maybe necessarily they don't know the truth about. Right. Um, I mean, does, he did kill someone. He did. People. He did. But there, uh, it was the person that had a knife to Evan's throat. I understand that. But I mean, you have to kind of see it from two different. I mean, y- yes. yes, he would have died. But if you were in Evan's shoes, like, what would you view this person as? I'd be like, you saved my life. True. But what did you do to save my life? I don't want to know. I'm just happy to be alive. That's true. I agree with what you're saying, though, because I honestly feel like in a normal circumstance, everyday circumstance... How would we view Vincent if this wasn't a TV show like this? What would I be thinking? I would think he was a crazy person. I would think he was a monster. And I would think that something should be done with him. I I think we're just seeing him in a different light and in a a pretty light in a way that CW wants us to see him and fall in love. We just see abs. That's all. Yeah. I don't know. I think good things are to come, though. I agree. Let's get into your predictions. My prediction is the exact opposite. I think that... Based on what he has just come across, like he had that look on his face, like he knew exactly what was happening. He's going to research it more, and I think he's going to turn on Kat. I don't think he's going to have the same loyalty to her. I think he's going to... He was obsessed this episode. He was looking at pictures. He was thinking about it. He was just trying to replay the entire night. He even tried to talk to her about it. Right. And I just think that was too much. All right. So now we have everybody's predictions. Why don't we give everyone our Twitter handles and a place to reach us at? Yes, you can find me, Paige Sullivan, at Paige Sell on Twitter. You can find me, Amber J, at I'm Amber J on Twitter. 
And I'm Allie Kona Bradford. You can find me at Kiss My Passport or on Facebook and Tumblr under Allie Kona Bradford. We enjoyed discussing this really great episode, and we are looking forward. I believe next week is the season finale. Did I? Winter finale. Winter, Winter finale. finale. Yes, they got picked up for another season, so they're all really excited, as are we. And we will yeah. see you guys next time. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz see you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.